Welcome to What You Say in English, the podcast where you can get feedback on your speaking skills. Just send your recording, and Frank will tell you what you're doing great and where you probably need to improve on. What are you waiting for? We want to hear what you say in English. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of What You Say in English, the podcast in which I listen to you speak English and I'll give you my personal feedback. This is episode 32, and today we have a special collaboration with Anchorage's IELTS Institute. This language school is located in the city of Ganaur in Patiala. It's, this is, uh, I, th I believe it's north of uh, India, and he's... Um, academic director. Uh, his name is Angrej Singh uh, Sarwara. I'm, I'm hoping, please, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your, your name. Um, but he kindly uh, contacted me through LinkedIn and asked me if I was, you know, uh, willing to collaborate with him and give... Um, my personal feedback and appreciation to three students who were going to take uh, the IELTS exam last week. And as far as I know, and from what Angridge posts on, on LinkedIn, at least one of them uh, got the uh, desired band score. I think, I believe it was a six or a 6.5. Remember that uh, for IELTS, the, the, levels or the band scores are uh, they go from zero to nine points and six six point five is pretty much equivalent to a b2 in the european framework of languages the suffer you know the common european reference for languages so he asked me for example if i was willing to conduct a whole uh speaking exam, speaking test for the IELTS. And I said, yes, I thought it was a wonderful opportunity. And he presented me with three great students and, and, and we're going to analyze, you know, quite a few things. I'm not going to um, present uh, to you the whole speaking exam, but I will uh, show you selections of it in which, for example, areas that they would probably need to improve. And it was pretty much basically what I told him uh, right after we, we finished w uh, conducting the, the, the speaking exams. Um, the, I will select areas in which you, everybody can benefit from, you know, by listening to my advice, and also areas in which they did great, which I think, for example, was enough to get a six, um, or a six as 6.5. Remember that um, we cannot give definite band scores. I mean, what, what we can do is uh, basically um, compare the performance that, that candidates have with the band scores. I mean, we can say, for example, that w when you do this or when you do that, you can, you are... You can be located in this, uh, for example, your behavior or your the way you you delivered, for example, was um, is equivalent to this band score. But we don't actually say, um, 
you you got a six. You're you got a six point five. I mean, no no one is uh, no one has the right and no one has the permission uh, by Cambridge University or IDP Australia or the British Council to give band scores except certified uh, IELTS examiners in exam conditions in an exam situation in a real exam situation. Not even outside exam exam situations are. IELTS examiners allowed to give band scores. So this is something that that everybody should understand. And I understand, for example, that in many websites, many Facebook groups, um, people usually, you know, like give band scores and, and they say, well, I think you got a six or you got a 6.5. But remember that it's a little dangerous. And, and one of the things that um, the uh, IELTS, um, you know, the, the people who produce the IELTS are careful with is basically the uh, assigning band, band scores because um, band scores are assigned by the examiner, of course, but they then they are corroborated by team leaders and people who are backing up that examiner. I mean, that everything is tested and retested. And since the IELTS uh, exams are recorded, they're heard, they're listened by, um, you know, other people. And they also make sure that, that the examiner gave the right band score. Because sometimes there's a, you know, there's a difference, there's a deviation in in the final band score. Okay, so we get before we get started, uh, let's take a listen to the sponsor of our show, which coincidentally is about IELTS exams. And remember that if you want to take an IELTS, a mock IELTS exam, you will uh, you you will get an incredible feedback from TakeIELTS.net. So let's take a listen. How long have you been preparing for your IELTS exam and still don't know how to improve? TakeIELTS.net takes your exam preparation a step further by mixing real-life mock exams with full reports on your performance written by real IELTS examiners. More than 53,000 test takers have benefited from a recognized and trusted mock exam with high reliability and high-quality standards. Save 10% in your next order with what you say in English. Go to takeielts.net and use the code WISE, that's W-Y-S-E, during checkout. Okay, so the first candidate that sat down with me, his name is Nirmal Singh, and he uh, answered several questions. And overall, generally, I mean, I think he um, did a good job at extending answers. I think he was willing to answer at length. Uh, you will see by the snippet, you know, the the little, the short recording that I'm going to show here. And, but... Uh, in, in terms of grammar and, and vocabulary, I think he was okay. He was fine. Um, and in terms of pronunciation was the only part that was a little difficult to follow. And he was answering the question here. Uh, the recording that I will, I will show you is, what did you enjoy about uh, being a high school student? 
and this is what he answered well i am a rejuvenator in my school i because it is the golden time of everyone because with the help of schools we can know about the enough knowledge and we uh, meet the diverse sort of the students which came from the different culture and know about the culture and cooperation skills and as well as we learn about the increase our uh, mind skills and uh, enough, get the enough knowledge from the teacher as well as experience from teachers. So if you heard, for example, um, it's it's a little difficult to follow what, what he says. And in terms of pronunciation, for example, he shows, um, I would say, all the characteristics of band four. If you look at the, the table of uh, the criteria, uh, he uses... I would say that he uses more than a limited range of pronunciation features. I think he um, attempts, he tries to use inflection or intonation uh, to his advantage. But overall, his performance is a little bit monotone. Like, um, it goes in one, it doesn't go up and down with a typical intonation and inflection that we normally use in English. Um, and he also attempts to control certain features, but the lapses are too frequent. I would say that a lot of mispronunciations are frequent and, and, and of course they cause problems. You know, it says cause some difficulty for the listener. I mean, this is bad for, okay? So I would say that in, in terms of pronunciation, it's quite difficult to, for example, to locate him. Uh, I would say that he has a mix of features from four and six. I would say that from six, I would probably... A point to the can uh, the point that says can generally be understood throughout, uh, though mispronunciations of individual sounds or sounds reduces clarity at times. I would say that it's more than at times. I would say that it's frequent, but I would have to say that in terms of fluency and coherence, I think I could follow the idea. I, I follow the idea that he was trying to say, and he talked about the school and about the different people, students from different cultures, and 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 he also used, for example, certain connectors like as well as, and and he also connected ideas with by using relative clauses like which, um, and and so on. But of course, I mean. The whole problem with pronunciation, I think, obscured a little bit. So I would say that in terms of uh, fluency and coherence, I could probably say that uh, the, the features described in band six would, you know, go uh, well with his performance. In terms of lexical resource, I think it was okay. I think he, he was wide enough uh, to discuss the topic at, at length and you know, make their, make his meaning clear in, in spite of, you know, certain problems. In terms of grammatical range and accuracy, well, I said before that he was using um, relative clauses. For example, he used which, like, to explain, basically. Um, but, of course, he makes frequent mistakes, um, certain mistakes, like, uh, but basically connecting ideas. The problem was connecting ideas. I mean, I think if, if you take, for example, sentences in isolation, um, the sentences don't have much problem. I mean, I think the problem is, and of course, he used a lot of repetition. I think he repeated several, like, words, students, and, you know. Um, but in general, uh, he would be between the range of sixes, you know, if you look at the, across the band scores, you know, the, the descriptors that we have in six, you would, 
probably go up a little bit, but down a little bit. Well, not not probably not go up. I would say that he would probably go down a, a little bit. So, in in the middle of five and six would be good to describe his performance. In this second question, I think it was taken from part three. Um, I asked him like, when do people like? Uh, no, this, it, it was a follow-up question from part two, because uh, in part two, he had to uh, talk about a story from a newspaper. Uh, well, not exactly from a newspaper, but it was a story that he had to talk about. And we the, the question was, when do people like to read newspapers in your country? And this is what he answered. Well, in my nation, we all students are love to read the newspaper in the morning because with the help of newspaper, they can know about the knowledge about the worldwide happening. Good. So if you, you could hear, for example, that uh, he extended and I think he gave a very coherent answer, even though he used a little bit of repetition. Um, so repetition again in terms of, you know, coherence, uh, uh It was it was okay. I mean, it was it was fine, and this would probably place him at a higher band score, like a six point five, probably. But overall, I mean, he was he was managing, um, you know, the, his performance was went up and down a little bit, um, and this was one of the best answers that he gave, and I thought you know generally he could handle himself uh, very well. But he needed a little push-up. And I think, in general, trying to think about the answers, uh, making the, the, the answers sound a little more natural, would have helped him a lot. And he, he would have been able to get a higher band score. And I believe, from what I hear, um, that we, what Angridge posted on, on Facebook, sorry, on LinkedIn, um, I think he got the band score he wanted. So, good for him. talk about a little bit of uh, part two you know remember that in part two you have to speak at length um, about a topic for about one to two minutes and you're interrupted by the examiner with a thank you and the second person that um, took part in this mock speaking was Jaspreet Singh and um, this is this is what I asked him Now we're going to do part two. In this part, I will give you a card and you will have one minute to prepare and about one to two minutes to speak, okay? Um, so this is, this is the card with the situation. You will have to describe an interesting place that you have visited as a tourist and you should say where the place is, why, the, why you went there, what you did there, and explain why you thought this place was so interesting. Okay, so you have one minute to prepare. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, so you can start. Uh, and also remember that um, don't worry if I stop you, okay? Okay, sir. Okay, you can start now. Well, I am a student so that uh, they have no enough time to watch the another places. Uh, but if I get a chance to another place, then I will definitely there. But today I would like to talk about a place uh, that I wished as a tourist. Last year, my father, uh, my father planned a trip as a, as a 
as a tourist as a entertainment purpose so that i went there and we and we fun a lot because i i go there for entertainment purpose but uh, but my one of my friend suggested me that the one hotel because there are the ample number of facilities available in this hotel so that i went there and uh, and i can i enjoy the all the facilities some of the facilities are popular in my nation so that so that people um, there are the another facilities as the different as compared to the another city such as the kit facilities they can they can save their kit without any complications so that uh, thank you Okay, so if you could hear, it was a little difficult to follow what the train of th- thought, you know, the 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 whole uh, performance was a little difficult to follow. I think in terms of um, uh, fluency and coherence, um, there was a lot of repetition. He he repeated several words and he also he used connectors like because such as and, you know, like giving explanations. And um, I think there were they were effective enough just to keep the minimum of attention um, in terms of lexical resource. I think he used basic vocabulary. I mean, basically managed to talk about familiar situations, um, but it was, you know, limited flexibility. Um, this this is bad. I'm reading from band five um, in terms of grammatical range and accuracy. He made some mistakes. You can you can all you can go back and, and listen, but um, Uh, he made basic mistakes in the use of past tenses. Um, he said, I go there instead of I went there. Um, you know, uh, uh, in sh- he should have been, he should have used past tenses instead of present uh, tenses. Um, but then pronunciation is the biggest problem. Um, I think in, in this case, for example, intonation was not used effectively. I think he had a lot of interference from his first language. I don't know what his first language is, but um, definitely it was not a natural intonation for, you know, in English. And it was very hard, very, very hard for me to follow uh, his ideas. And unfortunately for this, he wouldn't probably get more than a five in this in the, on this record um he would probably have, you know have, he in in a real situation he could probably get four on, on this regard in pronunciation even though that um in fluency and coherence lexical resource and grammatical range and accuracy um he put he could probably get to a five and even a six i mean depending on the whole performance of the whole text uh, test of course in this case um I'm talking about only one part of the exam, not the whole exam. So generally speaking, um, in in case, for example, he improves in part three or part one, um, he would probably get a, f- a six. You know, he would be between six and five, you know, managing between those two band scores. I mean, the performance he gave, it was you know, around those, those band scores. But in terms of pronunciation, I'm afraid to say that it was, you know, quite hard to follow. But um, I think he did well. I mean, I think he extended and he did prepare. 
which was which was really good. Uh, preparing for this part is essential, and he used to, the one minute effectively to write down notes and ideas. Um, and I think in terms of organization, I think he organized um, his uh, pr uh, speech like the all everything he said followed a certain organization. So I think I mean to his merit, I think he did prepare well. So I don't think his problem is preparation but more delivery you know the way you deliver the the response And the last person that took a part in this mock speaking was uh, Parneet Kaur, and she did she did well. I mean, I think that in terms of generally speaking, in terms of you know grammar and vocabulary, I think she did really well. Um, at least to get a probably a six point five. Um, I, I she uh, her performance was really good, especially in parts one and two. But I'm I'm going to show a couple of questions that I asked her in part three. In part two, she had to talk about celebrations, like what kind of celebrations she used to enjoy, and if she remembered one. And you know, and I, I think we talked about Niwali, which is a, a very popular celebration in India. And the question was, why do many people enjoy participating in, in these celebrations in India? And this was her answer. Uh, well, there are a plethora number of people who like to uh, participate in different type of occasions in India. Uh, they like to, uh, such as they like to uh, cel uh, celebrate the birthday parties. And at the time, they uh, invited to their old friends and as well as they enjoyed with their friends and family members at that time. So you could hear, for example, that she did repeat a lot. I mean, um, I think that that's the way she copes with trying to think of something to say. Um, so she did repeat a, a few words and she did manage to extend her answer, which was good. Um, she also used sound connectors, you know, uh, not probably a, a, they were a little weird the way the way she um, connected the ideas, but I think she did well. I mean, she managed to answer um, effectively. And then I asked her another question. I asked her what sort of things would uh, cultures and people would celebrate in the future. And this is what she answered. Um, according to me, uh, with the advancement of technology, um, more, uh, new generation uh, cannot uh, know about the uh, festivals as well as other things. But uh, I think... Uh, they uh, in upcoming time of uh, new generation celebrate their uh, uh, successful uh, life as well as other things thank you. so um, as you can as you as you could hear uh, she started by saying according to me and um, she also uh, talked about upcoming generations um, technologies she talked about technologies and I think in terms of lexical resource um, she did manage, for example, to get up probably, I mean, her performance was uh, comparable to six or 6.5. And, 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 but again, in pronunciation, even though it was clear enough, I think it was a little clearer than, than her previous partners. Um, I think in, in terms of, um, 
intonation. I think what that was the main issue here. And when I finished with uh, all the speaking exam, I told Angridge that um, in general, I think they could they could improve. They could get a lot more benefits, for example, if they try to improve on their delivery, like using intonation effectively, um, you know, like sounding a little more natural. And I think that was the part, even though um, Parnit, uh, the, the last one, uh, performed really well. I think she did she did nicely and, and her answers um, were quite good. I mean, her answers were really good um, at, at times. And I think, for example, that in this sense, she could have improved a lot. I mean, she, she and she would probably get a six, a, a solid six point five, in my opinion, um, if if she improves pronunciation delivery a little bit better. You know. So, in conclusion, um, you know, you remember that you you can get. A 6.5 or a 6 and it depends on how much you want to get of course you have to work hard on your goal what your ob objective is in the IELTS exam and you know getting a 7 is not really that hard I mean you you only have to keep a balance of uh, across all the four criteria and try to make sure that you meet the the, the standard described in every band score um, and and this is what we were aim we're aiming at you know this is our objective. Um, so if you set it as an objective uh, and you feel ready, you can, you know, uh, give me a call or send me a message and I will be more than happy to have you on the show. And, you know, we can talk about your performance. I think um, getting someone else, it doesn't have to be me, but you getting someone else, um, you know, give you their opinion or what they think about your performance in speaking. I think it's essential. I think it's uh, getting other people's views on, on how you speak English. I think it's, it's crucial because most of everything, I mean, like when you speak English, it's not really uh, based on everything you say. I mean, remember that it's it's also based on what the other person can understand. And that's part of the intelligibility. You know, when, when you try to make yourself understood, I mean, sometimes the other person has a difficulty, you know, understanding what, what you want to say. And, and of course, you know, this is where I step in. You know, uh, if whenever you feel ready, you can send me a message. So this is the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Sometimes it's hard for me to, um, you know, release an episode on a Sunday because of my obligations. I also work, you know, people, I, I'm, I also work, I'm an English teacher and I am an examiner and, you know, I do a lot of things. I also work for, I collaborate with, uh, with the University of Madrid. I'm an editor. Um, I'm an assistant editor. So I have to uh, read a lot of papers. I can papers and, you know, uh, correct, uh, give them feedback on the writing skills. And I do a lot of things. And sometimes people ask me like, Frank, how do you cope with so many things? Uh, and, you know, I try, I try hard and, and, and sometimes keeping up to my own schedule, like, you know, releasing an episode on a Sunday, I try my best. 
Trust me, I try my best. And if it's not on a Sunday, it will be on a, on a Monday. So either Sunday or Monday, you will have a new episode of What You Say in English. So thank you very much. And I'm very happy with your feedback. And I, I get a lot of feedback. And I'm so happy that it's it's not even a year. And uh, it's incredible how many people listen to the podcast. And you make me really, really happy. Um, just know that I you make me really happy. So thank you very much. Remember that if you want to support this um, podcast, you can also, you know, become a supporter, just like Jose Ambenguechea, who, who has been very nice to me and, and we've become sort of friends. You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for you, Jose. Um, whenever you feel ready, you can be on my show and, you know, we can talk about your dreams and aspirations in life. Um, also, if you want to, take part in, in, in any of the episodes, uh, send me a message and share the podcast with anyone who is interested in learning English. And um, finally, you know, if you want to, if you're preparing for the IELTS, um, you know, feel free to use my 10% discount code for takeIELTS.net, which is WISE, W-Y-S-E. That's, that stands for what you say in English. And, you know, Until next week, thank you very much and bye-bye.